0: So this is Shrimad first canto,
1: chapter one, text two. Dharmaha rojita, Haitavo pra, Paramo pram, param, nir-ma, satam, Vedyam vast, vastavan. Atra Ataka, Vastu Vastu Tapa Tapa Mulanam Srimad Srimad Bhagavate Maha Muni Muni krite, 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 im Bha Parare Ishwaraha Ishwara Sadyo Sadyo of Arudyate, Tra, Pretty Bee, Pretty Bee, Sushush, Sush, Rush, Bish, Sush, Bish, Tat Shang, Tat Shang, Dharma, Projita, Kaitabotra, Paramo, Paramo. Mayam vasta mamatra vastu shivananda prathwalo triyam moolanamo mayam vasta mamatra hasi sudaramata prathyo gurunam shrimad bhagavate mahamuni kritay kim ishwara shrimad bhagavate mahamuni kritay kim ishwara shajyo vidyavarne Rudyate tractivi sushushvish tatchana, Sadio, Rudyate, 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 Vastava matravastu to Shivanam trayon Chayam Mulanam.
2: Vedam Vastava Matravas <laughs> to Shivanam trayon
1: Chayam Mulanam. Sri Madhavagavate Mahamuni Krite Kimba Parir Ishwaraha. Sri Madhavagavate Mahamuni Krite Kimba sadya ridya varudyate tra Kritibi vi subishthat Sadya-ridya-varudyate-tra-kriti-vi-sushrush-subishthat-chanat dharma projita kaita parmo nirmat saranam Dharma-projita-kaita-votra-parmo-virmatsaranam bhakti-yam-vat-savam-vat-rath-vastu-sribadam-tapa-trayon-mulanam trayon mulanam bhakti yam vat vastu trimad-bhagavate-mahamunikrite-kimad-parir Ā āśvaraḥ sayau dharma Saranam Satam, Ramakrishna Atravastu Shivadam Vastavam Srimad Bhagavate Mahamuni Kritya shursipism tat projita satam dharma projita saranam satam Mahamuni Krithi Kim Baparayi Shvara Srimad Bhagavatam Mahamuni Krithi Kim Baparayi Shvara Sadhya Vritya Guru Yate, Trikriti Vishu Shu Shu Vishnath Sadhya Vritya Guru Yate, Trikriti
3: Vishu Shu
1: Shu Dharma
3: Prochita Khatapo nirmat saranam satam tāraṁ māprātita-yaktabhokra-paramo nirmat saranā prasadam vidhyam vāstavam vākṣa-vāstu-sīva-nāṁ dhākva-trayaṁ dhivā-nāṁ vidhyam vāstavam vākṣa-vāstu-sīva-nāṁ dhākva-trayaṁ mūrā-nāṁ
1: śrī-mā bhagvāte-māhā unikṛte-kīnvā-pare-isvāra-hā Dharmaha Dharma Religiosity, Religiosity. Projita. Projita completely rejected. Completely rejected. Kaitavaha. Kaitavaha covered by fruitive intention. Covered by, by fruitive fruitive intention. Atra, Atra. herein. herein. Paramaha. Highest, the highest. Nirmanasaram, matsaranam Of the one hundred percent pure in heart, of the one hundred percent pure in heart. Satam, Satam. Devotees, devotees. Veyam, Veyam. Understandable, understandable. Vastavam, Vastavam. Factual, factual. Atara, Atara. Herein, herein. Vastu, Vastu substance, substance. substance. Shivadam. shivadam well-being, well-being. the patraya <coughs> threefold miseries, three-fold miseries. Unmi- unmulanam. unmulanam, causing uprooting, uh, causing uprooting of uh, Shreema, beautiful. Beautiful. Bhagavate, Bhagavate, the Bhagavad Bhagavat Puran. The Bhagavat Puran. Mahamuni, Mahamuni. The great sage. The great, sage, the yasade, yasade, the great day, prite, Having completed. Having completed, having completed fine, keem, keem, what? 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 What is? What is? Va the need. others. Others. Ishwaraha. the Supreme Lord. Supreme Lord. At once. Harvard. Within the heart. Of Harudyate. Become compact. Become Atra. Atra by the pious men by, the pious men. Sushru shu, sushru sushru by culture, by culture. Tachanat. Tachanat. Without, delay. without delay translation
0: completely rejecting all religious activities which are materially motivated, this Bhagavat Puran propounds the highest truth which is understandable by those devotees who are fully pure in heart The highest truth is reality distinguished from illusion for the welfare of all. Such truth uproots the threefold miseries. This beautiful bhagavatam, compiled by the great sage Vyasadeva, in his maturity is sufficient in itself for God-realization. What is the need of any other scripture, as soon as one attentively and submissively hears the message of Bhagavatam, by this culture of knowledge of the Supreme Lord, uh, by this culture of knowledge, the Supreme Lord is established within his heart. So I say, and you can repeat, completely rejecting all religious activities. Completely
3: rejecting all religious activities. Religious activities
0: which are materially motivated. Which are materially motivated. This Bhagavat Quran. This Bhagavat propounds the highest truth the highest which truth. is understandable which is understandable by those devotees, by those devotees who, are who are fully pure in heart
1: the highest truth is
0: reality, the highest truth reality distinguished from illusion distinguished from illusion for the welfare of all, for the welfare of all. such truth such truth Uproots the threefold miseries. Uproots the threefold miseries. This beautiful
1: Bhagavatam. This beautiful Bhagavatam. Compiled by the great sage Vyasa Compiled
2: by the great sage Vyasa
0: In his maturity. In his maturity. Is sufficient in itself. Is sufficient in itself. For God realization. For God realization. What is the need of any other scripture? What is the need of any other scripture? As soon as one attentively and submissively, and submissively hears the of here's the message of Bhagavatam by this culture by this culture of knowledge of the Supreme Lord of knowledge of the Supreme Lord, is established within his heart is established purport by his divine
1: grace
0: Religion includes four primary subjects, namely pious activities, economic development, satisfaction of the senses, and finally liberation from material bondage. Irreligious life is a barbarous condition. Indeed, human life begins when religion begins. Eating, sleeping, fearing, and mating are the four principles of animal life. These are common both to animals and to human beings, but religion is the extra function of the human being. Without religion, human life is no better than animal life. Therefore, in human societies there is some form of religion which aims at self-realization and which makes reference to man's eternal relationship with God. In the lower stages of human civilization, there is always competition to lord it over the material nature, or, in other words, there is (coughs) continuous rivalry to satisfy the senses. Driven by such consciousness, man turns to religion. He thus performs pious activities or religious functions in order to gain something material. But if such material gains are obtainable, in other words, then so-called religion is neglected. This is the situation in modern civilization. Man is striving economically, so at present he is not very interested in religion. Uh, Man is thriving economically, so at present he is not so much interested in religion. Churches, mosques, and temples are now practically vacant Men are more interested in factories, (coughs) shops, and cinemas than in religious places which were erected by their forefathers. This practically proves that religion is performed for some economic gains. Economic gains are needed for sense gratification. Often one is baffled in the pursuit of sense gratification. He takes to salvation and tries to become one with the Supreme Lord. Consequently, all these states are simply different types of sense gratifications. So you can see in Prabhupada, I'm gonna pause just for a moment. Srila Prabhupada in, in his usual form that is, is preaching in the Singha, you know, Lion stage. He's hitting them right between the eyes. You and I both know you go to church because you want something. You want sense gratification. When you can't get it, you turn to God. When you get enough of it, then you don't turn to God. You don't need Him anymore. That's what He's saying here. So, we can see like this. um, We can see so many churches that are full of people. And it's like they come in and they, they stick their hand up. Give me, give me, give me. Oh Lord, give me this. At the end, they'll have some little praying. I've, I've been to some. They'll have a little praying thing. Sometimes they break down into groups and they're praying. What are they praying We have groups of several groups of people throughout the church, and they're praying. Save my cousin. Uh, you know, I remember I, my my sister took me to her church one time, and then at the end they were uh, they were prayer requests. You know, so this one lady. Oh, you know my. You know here we are. we were in Chicago. My 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 uh, uh, family. They're riding back from Tennessee. You know, so uh, could you ask for them to be protected? So they're all praying. Oh Lord, this is the request. uh, This is word for word. Oh Lord, please ride in the car. Ride in that car and save them. Steer that wheel. So in other words, now who wants to ride for 9 or 10 hours in a car? I mean, you know, it's a treat to come here to see you, because I'm thinking every bit of the way this is, this is very nice. It's only 5 hours from El Paso and it's broken up. Of course it's 10 or 11 hours to get to El Paso. But, uh, but who would ask somebody? I know this drive from, from, from Dallas to El Paso, just tuckers me out. Now, why would I ask my dear Lord that I love to ride in that car? Not only that, but I don't want you to steer the wheel. I want you to drive. (laughs) So we can safely take a nap in the back seat. You know, this is my do-all God here. You know, while you're at it, uh, before we start, why don't you check the air and the tires? (laughs) So this is the nature, we can see, this is the nature of religion. <coughs> in India, we see, uh, it's full, isn't it? It's full, full of, it. I want, gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give they go to the temple and they're giving something and they're expecting a something in return. You know, some of the uh, temples and even in India, but especially in America, you see the Hindu centers here, and they have everybody, all of there's Radha and Krishna and all the demigods, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. We, don't, we don't want to miss anybody, you know, isn't
2: it? Yeah. And, and also, there is a same, same kind of, you know, there is one story, like you, know, you said. Because there is one old woman, she was carrying a, you know, load her, on her head and she was trying she said Oh my Lord, please help me. And then Lord came, you know, or Krishna came. So, what went, oh, can you leave this way? You know, when the Lord came, even she, she was, you know, to carry those kind of, you know, heavy things. So that is kind of the people who are really not
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Now when we talk like this, some people look at us like this, like, well, and and what's your point? You know? Well, yeah, okay, I'm asking God for Are you trying to make a point here? I mean, where are you going with this? Doesn't everybody? Isn't that what he's for? You see? And then sometimes they'll deny it.
1: Oh, no, oh, well, no.
0: We're cultivating love of God as well. And look your right in the eye. Oh, yeah. You know. By the way, my dear Lord, did you cut the grass on your way in for washing the car? You know. I mean, why not? You see. Give us this day. Give me daily bread. What does Prabhupada say about that? Daily bread is there, Prabhupada says. Why are you asking for daily bread? The squirrel gets his daily bread. Every, every, all living entities, even the bugs, the insects, they're taken care of. Why do we think that God won't take care of us? You see? Gimme, give gimme. Give gimme. Give as soon as we see him, the hand goes out. so you start talking about him, you know. So, that's what Prabhupada is saying. He's just, he's punching him right between the eyes with this. Yes? I'm Gina. confused by that. That's been something that's come up a few times if Jesus was a pure devotee and He taught us to pray that way, then why did He do that? Uh, well, it's like Prabhupada was saying in the purport here. Uh, uh, how does he put it? Mm-hmm. He puts it in, in a nice way that, uh, that without religion... Uh, it's human life is just barbarous. You got to remember who was he talking to? Who, who was the Lord Jesus talk, Christ talking to? It was not a scene like this. Okay, you did not have this caliber of human being. You see, I mean, these these people killed him. They killed him. Now, why did they kill him? I mean, look what he was, the element he was dealing with. He he was just saying, my God, be civilized. He he wasn't preaching love of Godhead. He wasn't preaching out of Bhagavatam. Boy, could he not go there. He was saying, hey, get civilized. Ask God, okay? Ask God. Get in the habit of at least that. But that's the beginning. That's the first thing. You start asking God. And then you build a relationship with God. He was trying to get them to take the baby step. Ask God for your sense gratification. And, and for us, and said it's a great. like you said at the beginning, it's a great blessing for us to read the Shri Bhagavatam. It's a great grace. I mean, It's just strictly mercy that we're even here. For the general public, when we're preaching, I mean, the crowd today is probably worse than the crowd that Jesus was As far as greed and violence, and you know, what is our message? Do we go directly to this, or do we start with teaching them to pray to God, too? We start directly with this, just like Prabhupada did. Prabhupada came amongst a bunch of fuzzy hippies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Really? And what did he do? He hit us right between the eyes with it. Yes, Prabhupada?
3: Well, it's just in my. The way of thinking is what they're doing there, the Christians doing there is it's an acknowledgement that everything comes from God. Then maybe there there could be a correction or fine-tuning in how they do it. Yeah. But it's an acknowledgement that it's not by my efforts, it's by God's mercy yeah. that, that you're getting these things. And so by praying, you're saying, well, this is where it's coming from. So I don't see that's quite so bad.
0: Well, I mean, it's not bad necessarily. But in other words, Prophet's point here is that all right, when 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 times are tough, here we are. Oh God save me. But then when things are thriving, you know, someone say, well, you haven't been in church in a long time. Oh well I've been really busy. You know the business is really going well and I you know I've got my golf game down to a free handicap now. Little Johnny's got soccer and you know, you see, so that's the point. So, where we, we're, we're going with this, uh, uh, we're we're talking about. Your, this is uh, graduate level PhD stuff here. If we compare this to the hey gimme gimme gimme, we're we're uh, without picking on them because at least they're going to church. But basically, the Christians and Muslims and most of them. Are Uh, This is like kindergarten. Kindergarten religion. Okay? First day. Now ask God for this stuff. So instead of just being a barbarian, stop being barbarous. Start asking God for your stuff. Okay? That's like, you know, can you do that? If you can do that, okay. Now sooner or later we'll move you up a a level or two. We'll take a, a step or you can approach love of God. <coughs> yes,
2: it is, it's probably actually I, I, I remember what, what, when you were saying that these things, uh, So there is one proposal, Sam second one proposal, clearly, so you know. And s- he was uh, giving Bhagwan class, and then he he was explaining that how all the are being our practice, that is the level of their increasing. And he said that I grew up in a Christian family. I I love love Jesus. Uh, but I found that where the Christianity ends, from that Krishna consciousness begins. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a wonderful a stepping, stone. stepping stone. Yeah, it
0: is wonderful stepping stone. Stepping it brings on. it brings some some because of the uh, body feature of yeah. Jesus Christ. They're identifying with a person. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a an energy. There's a person. So since there's a person, although the image of Christ is imaginary. They don't know what he looked like, but they've come up with this really attractive, button. you know, he's getting red hair and blue eyes. And we know he didn't look like that. Nobody else in that, you go to that part of the world, they don't look like that. You know, you're never going to see anybody. But
1: they've got, any, so
0: they've got this image. Now it says in the Bible, you know, graven images, don't worship any, But This is a graven image. They, they've, they've concocted it, you see, so it's a great, so bless their hearts. <laughs> yes
4: Mother? Um, we understand that in the Christian religion that you, you know, they have the one Rasa, generally, the relationship of, of father. Yeah. And if anyone's been around kids at all, it's with kids, it's a one-way street, you know, give me this, give me that, It's there's no question of you know, a little kid coming and saying, how can I serve you, Daddy? Yeah. You know, it's, it's always, you know, I, I need I Daddy candy, I need food, I need... Gimme, gimme, gimme. Particularly sense gratification. So, you know, that's the model, actually, that's God the Father, and so naturally, what do we do with our Father, especially when we're young? We just ask Him for things. Take the hand
1: up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
0: it's a step from taking people to... It's, it's a civilized step. It, it, it's in other words today you're barbarous but we're going to help you become a little bit civilized you see it's a it's a uh, it's a good baby step you see but it's it's like if, if you go into uh, if you consider the assembled devotees you know this scene right here this is this is kindergarten you know, Shukadeva Goswami, what he's doing here. This isn't, chemical. this is elevated philosophy, God philosophy. Yes Mother?
4: Sorry, just um, no. one comment on the other side. Um, of course we're talking about great advanced devotees and amazing philosophy that unfortunately many devotees don't follow. And I was at a esteemed assembly when one of the leaders said we'd be good if we could all follow the Ten Commandments. So unfortunately, you know, sometimes devotees fall short, and uh, the shorter they fall, the more they criticize, you know, you know, other religions that they are uh, different sects from the Melchites, right? yeah, yeah. But you know, we also have to walk our talk. We also have to become, those yeah. you know, saintly people that are above, you know, all these. We've
0: things. got this opportunity, you know. We've got the opportunity to learn this. Now if through studying this all we can do is become civilized and start to ask Krishna for everything, then then there's been some effect. you see but that's not what it's designed for.
4: One time Anutama said, "Yes, the devotees said you're." BBC Manny said, if you lost your wallet, would you rather lose it at a, at a Mormon convention or a Hare Krishna festival? <laughs> a Mormon convention, <laughs> because I know they get it back 100%. <laughs> you know, <it's> not, <laughs> look what Krishna arranged for me. Look, a wallet. So, wow, this is really But I'm feeling
0: pious today. I'm going to give the wallet back, but I'm going to keep the money right. for my preaching. Awesome. this was Krishna's arrangement yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs>
5: Yes. it would be very inappropriate to take someone out of um, pre-algebra and put them in trigonometry because they obviously don't have that foundation and so what I'm sensing is which I really like how you preach because you're very agreeable and very non-condescending you're actually when you talk with people you agree with them about how to of God like as you do. So what I'm taking from this is, as Krishna tells us in the Bhagavad Gita, do not disturb those who are not seeking me, but more pointly, um, when we encounter people who are of a religious fundamental nature, be, be accommodating? Is it yeah. just, just understand that, that that level is where they're at? Yeah. It's perfectly fine as
0: it is. Well, it's, it's, it's not condescending if you realize where they are. You see? It's just like if you if you have a, a, a crippled person and then you're in a busy city and you help them across the street because they don't otherwise they couldn't get across in time before the light would turn you know sometimes in many cities the streets are really wide you know so and you help this crippled person get across the street are you being condescending? You're being compassionate. No, I mean, you could. You could say, hey, look at you. You're crippled, you know. <laughs> I could run across the street back and forth three times before you could get halfway. I mean, you could be. But if you say, oh, my dear saint, may I help you? You see? That's not me condescending. You see? So we, uh, we add the element of love and compassion. So are we thinking... Well, hey, I know a lot more about it. No, we're not thinking like that. We're thinking that Krishna is sending you a wake-up call. Krishna is out of his causeless mercy in this golden age of Lord Chaitanya. Everyone is being offered this opportunity for Krishna prema. This is really rare. We're spoiled babies. We, you know, we're thinking, oh, this is just typical. You know, we we got three months out of the Bhagavatam. Realize how rare it is for somebody to come in contact with Srimad Bhagavatam? Not just on now, but on in, in previous ages, other planets. You see? We're in the, we're riding on the mercy of Lord Chaitanya in this golden age. Yes, did you answer? Well,
3: on this point of love and compassion, like when the when the Christian missions were like converting so sort many of indigenous people they were thinking they were doing it out of love and compassion and really they were kind of forcing people to take it yeah so how do we make sure we're not in that mood of take my love and compassion
0: <laughs> take it you're
1: not going to tell me
0: i don't love you <laughs> <laughs> uh, well we have to be the conduit you see in other words krishna jaitanya uh, mahaprabhu is Reaching his hand out, he's offering. So we have to be just conduit. You see, we we, we take the love and the mercy that's coming down from uh, through the disciplic succession, and we distribute it. You see, uh, uh, we don't have anything in the, We don't have our part is just to distribute. It, you see, uh, we we don't have. We're not authorized to change anything, to redo it, but. For this window of opportunity, which 10,000 years may seem like a long time, but really in the scope of eternity it's not even half half a heartbeat, you know. So, for this brief window of of opportunity for 10,000 years, you can have, I sound like a commercial, you, yes you can have love of Godhead. Call the toll-free number on your screen now. Where the clock runs at. <laughs> but wait, if you call now, you see what I mean? So this is, this is a, a very unusual, very unusual situation. We're not qualified to understand. Uh, but yet, Krishna is giving some special ability for us to understand, to drink this what qualification do we have? speaking for myself, I know zero, nothing you know, basically, I I wasn't, I couldn't even be a good Christian I only went to Christian, uh, to to church because, for social reasons the prettiest girl in school was the daughter of of the minister, and she invited me to church, and I thought, oh sure, I'll go to church if I can associate with you and that's, I mean, I mean, being honest, with you, that's what it was all about for me, you know. I mean, I was a little afraid of God. And, you know, maybe if I don't do it, what will happen? You know, but basically, it was because I wanted to be with her. So. Um, Did that so, ever happen? Uh, okay. <laughs> huh? Did that ever happen? What's that? Did you date her? Oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh yeah. Christian provides. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> Christian provides. So. So it's just, uh, 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 are we qualified? No. Just to answer your question you asked earlier, should we give them the baby steps? You know, should we just teach them like a watered-down version? No. There's a a window of opportunity here for people to grasp this. You know, even we're speaking to barbarous people. They can grasp it through your propotency. Now, where where are you getting the potency? It's coming through the disciplic succession. You see, right now it's available. You are deputized. All of you are deputized to do it, to spread this. You can do it. Because it's not you. You may think, well, I I don't have the ability. Of course you don't. You don't have the ability. But Krishna will work through you. He will speak through you. He will do through you. You have the ability and you're deputized to touch people to let Krishna touch people through you. He will work through you. You see. And, and you may even get a little puffed up thinking, oh, just see what I'm doing. I'm touching so many people. Oh, but, you know, you have to You have to kind of say, what are you, you fool? You're not doing anything. You know? This is touching. I'm presenting this and it's touching. It's changing lives, you see. So, but the window is open right now. People can understand. They can grasp. So uh, let's not let, as, as they say, let the grass grow under our, our feet. We've got to make this happen. We can do it. Now the window's going to close. 9,500 years from now, this window will close. And it ain't going to be like this. If there are any Srimad Bhagavatams around, very few people, and, and except what devotees are left, are going to be able to understand. It's, Kali Yuga will swallow everything like a python swallows its prey. Yes. And even deities and temples
5: will disappear?
0: Eventually, yeah.
5: I read Prabhupada describing that there won't be any more chanting of Hare
3: Krishna.
0: No, it'll go away. Towards the end of Kali Yuga, mankind will be reduced to ape-like entities living in caves. What does that sound like? Cavemen. We We will digress to cavemen. Now they found remnants of cavemen from previous yugas and they speculate that that's where we came from. Well, we used to be cavemen you know, and through economic development, now we don't live in caves anymore. You know, they're so, they're so foolish, they don't realize that in the beginning we're saintly. In Satyayama, everything is very saintly, pure, and then things digress. So, they've got a lot of the facts, they just have it backwards. Instead of us coming from ape-like men to uh, where we are now, we are heading towards ape-like men living in caves. We'll be writing on the walls in the caves. And, you know, so... It's just reversed. They don't, under, they don't know. They, they think they do, but unfortunately they just don't. So... So this, right now, for the next 9,500 years, we can... Uh, we can do this. We can distribute this. It's gonna happen. Krishna's plan will happen. He's just really what Krishna wants is he wants to know can I give you the credit for doing this? How about you? Can I give you I'm going to do it. But I want your name to be on some statue or in some book that you did this. I want to glorify you. I love you. I'm I'm Krishna. I'm the most famous. I don't need any more fame. But I want you to have this. I want you. I'm offering it to you. If you accept, you can take the credit, some of the credit for saving mankind. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with or without you. Somebody will come forward and, they'll, and their name will be Registered as, as as doing this, it's going to be me, but I want I want my devotee to get this core. He wants to glorify his devotee. You see, and the devotee's thinking, "Oh my lord, i don't want to glory. it's you, it's you all the way," and he's, "No, no, no." You see. So, all right, let me continue here. Sorry to get sidetracked, but it's you know some of these. Uh, these these verses and purports really could be a week class, you know. we could class for a week. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just. Uh, uh, I feel like we're not doing it justice by trying to do it in one class. But we'll we'll see what we can do. If we need another one, we'll do another one. Where are we going? <coughs> we're in the first canto. You know, we're, What's our hurry? You know, so. <coughs> Alright. In the Vedas, the above mentioned four activities are prescribed in a regulative way so that there will not be any undue competition for sense gratification. But Srimad Bhagavatam is transcendental to all those gratificatory activities. It is purely transcendental literature, with which can, uh, which can be understood only by pure devotees of the Lord, who are transcendental to competitive to competitive sense gratification. Now he's saying it, it can be this can only be understood by pure devotees, but yet we're allowed to understand it because it's we're here now. But basically, you've got to be a pure devotee to understand this. It's just good timing on our part. In the material world, <clears throat> there is keen competi- competition between animal and animal, man and man, community and community, nation and nation. But the devotees of the Lord rise above such competitions. They do not compete with the materialist because they are on the path back to Godhead, where life is eternal and blissful. Such transcendentalists are uh, non-envious and pure in heart. In the material world everyone is envious of everyone else and therefore there is competition but in the transcendental but the transcendental devotees of the lord are not only free from material envy but are all well-wishers to everyone and they strive to establish a competitionless society with god in the center the contemporary socialist conception of a contem- competitionless society is artificial because in the social state there is competition for the post of dictator. From the point of view of the Vedas, or from the point of view of common human activities, sense gratification is the basis of material life. There are three paths mentioned in the Vedas. One involves fruitive activities to gain promotion to better planets, Another involves worshipping different demigods for promotion to the planets of the demigods. And another involves realizing the absolute truth and his impersonal feature and becoming one with him. The impersonalist aspect of the absolute truth is not the highest. Above, above the impersonal feature is the paramatma feature, and above this is the personal feature of the absolute truth, or bug Srimad Bhagavatam gives information about the absolute truth in his personal feature. It is higher than in personalist literatures and higher than the Ganakanda division of the Vedas. It is even higher than the Karma Kanda division and even higher than the Up- uh, Upashana Kanda division. Because it recommends the worship of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord S. Krishna. In the kanda there is competition to reach heavenly planets for better sense gratification. And there is similar competition in the Jnana Kanda and the Upasthana Kanda. The Srimad Bhagavatam <coughs> is superior to all of these because it aims at the supreme truth, which is the substance or the root of all categories. From Srimad Bhagavatam, one can come to know the substance as well as the category, <clears throat> the substance is the absolute truth, the supreme Lord, and emanations are relative forms, uh, and all emanations are relative forms of energy. In other words, uh, what we're teaching is uh, we're we're gonna, we're trying to help people get unentangled from um, the let's say the energy of Krishna. See the energy of Krishna will give me my daily bread. The energy of Krishna will help my my son be a, a great soccer player. And uh, I'm, I'm looking for, but we're we're going to the personality of Krishna. You see. instead of instead of using you and your energy to work for me, I'm going to you to have a relation, personal relationship. You say not to engage you as my servant servant or a doer for me. I'm going to to see you as someone that I care for. In other words, we're going to treat God, we're going to start treating In this philosophy, we're going to teach people to start treating God as nicely as they do their friends. You may go to your friends once in a while with your hand out, but if you do that all the time, you're not gonna be their friend any longer. You know, if every time you see them, say, hey bud, how you doing? Hey, you got 50 bucks? You know? Could you could you drive us to, you know, we're going to we're going to Dallas. Could you drive us? We're gonna take a nap in the in the back. You know, would you mind? If you're doing this all the time, you're not gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna see you coming, they're gonna steer clear of you. And think, oh here he comes. What's he going to want this time? Oh, Lord. <laughs> you see? So in other words, we're going to teach people to start treating God as well as you would your, your good, close friends that you care for. You see? You wouldn't... You, you'll behave properly with someone that you care for. You see? You're not going to start asking them, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Are you off this weekend? Uh, you know, my car is really dirty. You <laughs> see? We're going to start at least relating to him in, a, in, a, in a, some sort of a loving uh, fashion, with some respect. You know, so <clears throat> nothing is apart from the substance, but at the same time, the energies are different from the substance. The conception is not contra- uh, this conception is not contradictory. Srimad Bhagavatam explicitly promulgate, promulgates this spontaneously one and different philosophy of the Vedanta Sutra, which begins with the Tenma-Yashat Sutra, which we studied yesterday. This knowledge that the energy of the Lord is simultaneously one with and different from the Lord is an answer to the mental speculator's attempt to establish the energy as the absolute. When this knowledge is factually understood, one sees the conceptions of monism and dualism to be imperfect. Development of this transcendental consciousness, grounded in the conception of simultaneously one and different, leads one immediately to the stage of freedom from threefold miseries. The threefold miseries are, one, those miseries which arise from the mind and body, two, those miseries inflicted by other living beings, and three, those miseries arising from natural catastrophes over which one has no control. Sri Bhagavatam begins with the surrender of the devotee unto the absolute person. The devotee is fully aware that he is one with the absolute uh, and at the same time in in the eternal position of servant to the absolute. In the material conception, one falsely thinks himself the Lord of all he surveys, and therefore he is always troubled by the threefold miseries of life. But as soon as one comes to know his, his real position as transcendental servant, he at once becomes free from all miseries. As long as the living entity is trying to master the material nature there is no possibility of his becoming s- servant of the Supreme. Service to the Lord is rendered in pure consciousness of one's spiritual identity. By service, one is immediately freed from material encumbrances. see? So we have to... Uh, the material world is a perverted reflection of the spiritual world. So in the material world, it, it's, it would be, it's natural because we're opposite from the spiritual. It's natural for us to try to get God to serve us. Everything else here is upside down and backwards. So it's natural. You know, gee whiz, here I am. I've got all these problems. Uh, hey God, you busy? You know, I could sure use you. I could sure use a hand here. In the spiritual world, there's nothing like that. We, we, we are servants. Of, of God, you see. We wouldn't think of trying to engage Him in our service. It's unthinkable, you see. Although He wants to serve you, we wouldn't think of trying to engage Him, you see. So, what we're trying to do is is to uh, teach. Uh, but Iskan is like uh, training wheels for liberation. It's like training wheels for going back to Godhead. We're going to teach you what it's going to be like when you're liberated into Goloka Vrindavan. You can actually taste it now. So here's what you're going to be doing. So this is training. This is a training thing. So how can you go in there cold? You know, if you show up, if you're liberated, you go to Goloka Vrindavan, the first thing you do is start asking, hey, gimme, 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 you know, where's my mansion? I remember when I used to go to church. There was this song that we sang. There'll be a mansion waiting. There. That was the conception. Is when I go to heaven, I'm going to have a mansion. You know, it's this big mansion, isn't it? Oh man, that's going to be great. I'm going to have a bank account that's going to be full. Probably servants, you know, a whole bunch of little gods out there cutting my grass and taking keeping the, my mansion up. Because, you know, mansions take a lot of up. <laughs> so, you know, God will expand Himself into these little servants and they will be doing. It. And of course, I'm just going to be playing golf. Or other things that I like. And maybe once in a while I'll see the big guy. You know, he, maybe he'll go by in his chariot and I'll be like,
1: hey God, how are you doing? You know, hey, thanks for the mansion.
0: You know, <laughs> roof's leaking though. Can you send somebody over? You see. They're not thinking I'm going to go and embrace Him and I'm going to spend all my time. They're not going to think that when I get there, I'm going to go wrap my arms around God's neck and boy, I'm not going to let go. I'm going to my mansion. Why would you have the concept of you having a mansion if you are going to go and associate with God? If He's so attractive, it's not like you're going to go see Him every other Tuesday, you know. Well, our needs are more important than God, that, though. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. My desires. I mean, after all, I've been a good Christian or I've been a good Muslim. I deserve, what is it, the 72 virgins? And 72 virgins in a mansion and I've been a good Catholic or a good Jew or whatever you know so I, I i've got this really sweet destiny waiting for me it's a big prize boy it's going to be wonderful and it's going to be worth all this austerity of holding back doing all the things that i'd really rather be doing than being in church Help me with this you know so but we we want to go when we go to Goloka Vrindavan, we don't care if we have any place to live you know, we're going to go. We're going to walk into Krishna's palace, and we're not going to leave until they throw us out. You know, security's going to come and say, "You know, excuse me, sir, it's, we're closing up here. You're going to have to leave." <laughs> you know, well, how about if I just sleep outside and come back? What time does Krishna get up? You know, I'll be right back. I'll be right outside if he needs anything. You know, can he? You know, all right. You know, you, you can sleep out there under that uh bricha tree. Krishna wants anything, he'll let you know. Oh thank you. You know, we're not gonna leave.
5: Yes. Is it fair to assume that, um, that most religions in their elementary, you know, getting people in the, in the kindergarten out of kindergarten phase? Because some are in the texts are so violent, so horribly violent, that maybe Krishna has no say in these kindergartens because you know, why would he contradict himself in the Bhagavad Gita, which obviously Krishna does not, and to say abandon all varieties of religion? So, I mean, is that, would that be fair to to say that you know, in these texts that are very final, I know time this in circumstance, you know, mm-hmm. this is what goes on in the culture, but I, I just care wrap my brain around Krishna endorsing these things,
0: along with the other... Oh, they're not endorsed. Right. I mean, but it's just kind of like, um... Uh, it's like they're coming out of being barbarians, you see. They're coming out of a barbarous state, as prophet says here. You know, so out of His mercy. now he doesn't like it that they, they, they have some violent religion that they use basically for, for their sense gratification. They're not, you know, because they think they have a destination. I'm, I'm being a good Muslim. Uh, because I have a good destination. You know? So I'm doing this. And I'll kill you to make you a Muslim too because I think that'll please Allah. And if I please Allah, I'll have a bigger mansion or maybe maybe I'll get 80 virgins instead of 72. You see what I mean? There's something in it for me.
5: But when God speaks in the Bible and God said to Moses, God, is that really Krishna? Or yes. Yeah. It's not some concoction? I you?
0: No, we have no reason to believe that it's concocted, although some parts of it probably are taken uh, out of context or in, in translation it's been lost. You know, uh, Emperor Constantine and the Council of Nicaea, I mean, they ripped the Bible apart. There's many Bibles, I know Christians who know, there are, there are chapters of the Bible that they left out. And they found them. But they don't use them. A Roman emperor decided, all right, you know, look, I like this one here, and I like this one here's got to go, though. So they picked through, and, they, and, they, and they, they changed it. So the unfortunate thing is we have people today that are, are uh, worshiping something that was butchered by a, a, a a Roman and the Romans never were not very religious people. they don't really care you know they were using you know Emperor Constantine was so genius that he realized that Rome had occupied so much of the world at that time that their armies were spread very thin in occupying all these different places. So in other words he knew that in any minute one of these countries could figure out, hey wait a minute, you got a bunch of Roman soldiers here. Well, we could all get sticks and stones and overthrow you. There's only a few of you guys here. We could overthrow you. And if that happened, then another country would say, hey, they kicked the Romans out. We're going to do it too. So he made that famous statement, Rome can no longer rule by might alone. The genius. In other words, my might, my soldiers cannot rule. We've bitten off more than we can chew. We've conquered more world than we have of us. This little place called Rome was occupying even up in Europe, you know? So I you thinking, we've got to have something other than soldiers. And it's, ah, religion. That'll do it. We'll use religion. Yes?
2: It's like as uh, uh, he asks, so asked, the uh, Krishna said that, give up all the religion and so on. actually Krishna before that, he explained everything that I am, I am the mother, I am the father, I am the destination. everything emanates from me, I give the knowledge to the person who wants to know and actually it is me that all the demigods or any other sages, they get the knowledge and they distribute everything, it is coming from me, yeah. actually I provide them. Actually, I mean, either Moses or this and that, everybody, equally see Bhagavad knowledge, actually it is all coming from Krishna. Actually, Krishna gives that knowledge, so directly or indirectly, it is all Krishna. And everything Krishna explains that it is all from me, so that is Krishna, that you know, give up all this other religion and surrender to me. Right. Because I am the source of everything. I am the mother, I am the father, I am the destination, I am right. the witness and everything. Then but why that, it is not that you surrender to me? But by the time he did that, this was in the 18th chapter.
0: Yeah, exactly. He had set the stage. He had set, he all he had he set it all up and, and explained everything. And now,
2: and in and the knowledge all say this, all the Moses, all the this and that people. But actually, it is all from me. Source is I'm the source. And and now in the so, we get into after
0: we go through Bhagavad Gita, we get into the to the second verse of the of the uh, Shrimad Bhagavatam. And he's saying, completely rejecting all religious activities which are materially motivated, you see. So Krishna's taking off where He left off in Bhagavad Gita, you know. This Bhagavatam Puran propounds the highest truth, which is understandable by those devotees who are fully pure in heart, you see. So he's, in this very verse he's saying that. Give it up, you see. So in other words, after you've read Bhagavad Gita and have that understanding and come to the realization. Now, let's kick into the second gear. Let's go into high gear. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. now. Now, what you should do? Did you, did you have a question, i was just
5: gonna ask. What would you answer to Christians that the Bible, as it is today, is you know God's divine work and that
0: that He allowed for these these books to be missing from the final edition, but... First of all, I'm, I'm not going to get into an argument with them about it. I'm going to talk about... I'm not going to tell them... Uh, we can talk about it, but I would never uh, uh, put them in distress by telling them something like that. If they're, if they're going to church, all right. If they if they're not barbarians, and they're going to church, and through that they're getting something... They're still killing animals... You know, the wholesale slaughter of animals, they're still, but they're at least asking God. They're acknowledging there's a God, and they're asking God for their sense gratification and their sustenance. They're asking for Him, and they're asking Him to do all these other things. So at least they're thinking about Him, you see. So I'm going to offer you Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita. If you don't accept it, I'm glad you have what you have. I'm just offering you. It's just like if you have an iPhone 1 and you're perfectly satisfied with it. I show you my iPhone 5 and offer to sell it. to you You say, no, no, the 1 works for me.
3: Okay, all right.
0: Really good. Why should I argue? Well, you fool, my iPhone 5 is much better than your iPhone 1. Oh, wow. An iPhone 5, you like this, it does this, and it's so much better in so many different ways. No, no, I don't like that. I don't want it. I like my iPhone 1. Okay.
2: This yeah. is about but you brought up like Muslim faith. And I've
5: heard, I've never read, it, I heard you read the Quran in Arabic, it has beautiful descriptions of God. It's incredible. I don't know much about their faith.
0: I don't. I don't know enough. Uh, I have a book that I got in India that I was going to read that compares uh, Islam and Vaishnavism uh, uh, and but I haven't read it yet. So yeah. I've heard it f- different people have said different things about it. Some yeah. people have said, oh, it's a religion of hate, and I've heard others say it's a religion of peace, and I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
5: Did
3: you have a question? Uh, on this point of violence, there's violence in Bhagavad Gita, it's in the biggest battlefield ever. There's yeah. violence in the Bhagavatam, the entire Yadu d- dynasty is destroyed. Yeah. But it's whether this violence is sanctioned by religious principle, by Krishna's plan. It's not Krishna's plan to have religions fighting one another right. and killing each other just because you're not a Christian, and you're not a Muslim. That's, right. that's bodily identification. It's sense gratification. basically to kill someone because they're not your religion. Yeah. But according to Krishna's plan, the battle of Kruj, it just took place, so Kali Yuga could plan. Yeah. So it's,
0: violence has its
3: place, and that's, you know, that's the whole...
0: Point. <laughs> and you notice Krishna wasn't asking Arjuna to establish Krishna consciousness, or Vaishnavism. He just wanted the forces of evil to not, For he just, he, he wanted Kali Yuga to take its beginning, without the forces of of evil in power. He wanted at least let the forces of goodness, righteous rulers, be in power at the beginning of this unit. It's going to go to hell in a handbasket. But I want to slow it up a little bit. You know, it wasn't like, you know, the the soldiers didn't go around and say, January Krishna, I'll lop your head off. It wasn't anything like that. You know, the Romans did that. You convert to Christian. If you're not, your head's going off. And some people said, never. So it was was spread by Constantine and the Roman army. You're going to do this or you're going to die. And we already wiped out the village next to you. Their heads are on stakes. You're going to be like them unless you become Christian right now. Well, that's history. That's not us making that up. That's that's history. That was done. Okay. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can. Uh, I think we're we're almost finished. We've got time. You want to take time to, to do this? One more couple more paragraphs. If you've got to go, then that I understand. Let's see if we can finish this one up. I hate to take till nine thirty, but. Um, over and above this, Srimad Bhagavatam is a personal commentation on the, on the Vedanta Sutra by Sri Vyasadeva. It is written in the maturity of his spiritual life through the mercy of Narayana. Sri Vyasadeva is the authorized incarnation of Narayan, the personality of Godhead. Therefore, there is no question to his authority. He is the author of all other Vedic literatures, yet he recommends the study of Srimad Bhagavatam above all others. In all other Puranas, there are are different methods set forth by which one can worship the demigods. But in the Bhagavatam, only the worship of them, only the Supreme Lord is mentioned. The Supreme Lord is the total body, and the demigods are the different parts of that body. Consequently, by worshiping the Supreme Lord, one does not need to worship the demigods. The Supreme Lord becomes fixed in the heart of the devotee immediately, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has recommended the Srimad Bhagavatam as the spotless Purana and dis- distinguishes it from all other Puranas. The proper method for receiving this transcendental message is to hear it submissively. A challenging attitude cannot help one realize this transcendental message. One particular word is used herein for proper guidance. This word is sus- susrushu one must be anxious to hear this transcendental message This, the desire to sincerely hear is the first qualification in other words, you're not qualified to hear it but if you want to if you're anxious to understand it Krishna will give you the ability to understand it but if you're challenging it'll just be like trying to learn Chinese <laughs> mm-hmm. or something like that, you know I don't want to pick on the Chinese. Less fortunate persons are not at all interested in hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam. This process is simple, but the application is difficult. Unfortunate people find enough time to hear idle social and political conversations. But when invited to attend a meeting of devotees to hear Srimad Bhagavatam, they suddenly become reluctant. Sometimes professional readers of the Bhagavatam immediately plunge into confidential topics of the pastimes of the Supreme Lord which they seemingly interpret as sex literature. Srimad Bhagavatam is meant to be heard from the beginning. Those who are fit to assimilate this work are mentioned in this shloka. One becomes qualified to hear the Srimad Bhagavatam after many pious deeds. The intelligent person with thoughtful discretion can be assured by this great sage Vyasadeva that he can realize the supreme personality directly by hearing Srimad Bhagavatam without undergoing the different stages of realization set forth in the Vedas one can be lifted immediately to the position of Parmahamsa simply by agreeing to receive this message Uh, You know, Srila Prabhupada has a way of speaking um, that just doesn't leave much doubt. You know, that's pretty easy to understand, you see. In other words, if you're eager to hear it, then you can hear it. If you want to challenge it, you'll never understand it. See, Krishna's not cheap. He doesn't have to play games. Our feeling is that if you have, (laughs) you know, if you have a religion and you're sold on it, and you think we're barbarous, and that you're civilized, all right. You know, when I tell the people, when because uh, I, I spend a lot of time in the southern United States, the so-called Bible Belt, you know, and sometimes people they'll they tell me you're going to go to hell, and it like that. So, but when people challenge, and they're looking down their nose because I'm not a Christian and you realize that you're going to fry in hell, you barbarous thing, you. I just look at them and I say, would you pray for me? Mm-hmm. If you feel that way, please pray for me. Will you do that? And they look at them, huh? Well, they thought I'm going to argue, compete. They think I'm going to compete. It's like Prabhupada said to purple here. We're not here to compete. We're not here to argue. You see, if you've got a, a professor that's teaching trigonometry, and you have some uh, tooth, toothless hillbilly students, and they, they barely don't, they, they barely can't understand, they can't even do algebra. You know, I mean, he doesn't. He's not going to argue with them or compete with them. <laughs> just, well, all right, you know, you guys do whatever you want. Ooh, you know, so you know, we're not like that. We're not here to compete. Uh, We're here to present the message. You can take it or you can leave it. You know? You can take it or leave it. It's up to you. You have free will. Our job is only to distribute it. We just deliver it. Yeah, we distribute it. We're the delivery guy. We deliver it. And then help as much as we possibly can to get them to take advantage of it. You see? But if they completely reject it, we don't. We, we don't want to uh, take the time to try to convince them that we're above them. That's ego. That's, that's ego. That's foolishness.
1: All right. I'll go register. Bye bye. Have time
5: for a meeting.